Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Subconscious Seed Podcast. Our shared vision is to plant the seed to create conscious thoughts for you on the path to finding your true purpose and success. Here we promote what it means to be conscious, to have confidence with your mission and bring back awareness of positive environments to achieve one's full potential and meaningful purpose. The podcast that isn't for everybody, but definitely something for everyone. We welcome you to take part on this growing journey to discovering what lies within the subconscious seed. Welcome to episode three. It's uh, it's come by quite quick. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> Got to get started somewhere, right? We're just getting started. What we want to talk about today is being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Some hacks and tools that you can utilize in your everyday life to be able to create your discomforts and be able to become your best version of yourself because these discomforts now become comfortable and you look for those discomforts to want to level yourself up. It absolutely boils down to choosing your disciplines and discomforts rather than life providing them to you and then you become a tactical player. So like we've spoken about this before, you want to start operating in a place of strategy versus tactical. You want to plan things ahead and read things before they happen based on your plan rather than reacting to the situations that you're placed in. Good. I like that. So it is instead of reacting to everything that's happening in your life, it's creating and seeing the outcomes of what you've put into your life. Mm, yes. Reading it before. Mm, and yeah, making it happen. So I've actually I've got a question for you, Bass, that I mm. wanted you to just answer off the back. What is being uncomfortable to you? Ooh, what is being uncomfortable to me? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's approaching situations and moments that make you feel out of the norm that you haven't practiced. You don't have the tools and understanding how to navigate. It's a new perspective in a a situation, but it's also... I guess it's something that's not familiar, right? Yeah. But it also makes you very uncomfortable because the idea of it is it's not what you're doing. It's how you actually internally represent it for yourself. So based on all the information you've ever learned, it's basically in a way unlearning something. Yep. It it sounds super weird, but... (laughs) That's interesting. So what does it feel like to you when you are uncomfortable? Oh, I think a very common thing would be you start to become more reactive. Mm. You feel like you need to survive something. You feel like you start shooting off reactive emotions and you can't really hold space to make educated decisions in that moment. There's too many things going on. You react to how you feel and your body and your state comes in and everything just starts really throwing you off. Your blood starts to go crazy. (laughs) Your heart starts beating, you're sweating, you're like... So we talk about this a lot and we always are finding ways to make ourselves uncomfortable and we preach it a lot in our friendship and with those around us as well. So because we practice it so much, I think it's quite an insight to get. Do you still get uncomfortable or how do you manage your uncomforts today? I don't really think a whole lot of the situations I'm about to step into. Like I will never, I don't usually spend a whole week thinking up before a situation. It's usually like I've had a bit of thought to plan my week to know where I need to be. But in terms of what I need to show up as, mm. I don't spend too much time ahead planning for that day. Yep. I sort of like to flow with things. and I guess in simple ways to put it, what it's saying to me is that when you practice being uncomfortable so much, you become so confident within yourself. It's what I'm kind of getting from this is that I feel like you're a very confident individual and you don't really have many moments in your day-to-day life that you feel like you're not confident or comfortable, right? 
No, I don't really have those moments too much, no. Yeah, it's like, I mean, you just started working at Derrimit. A lot of people that start at Derrimit or a job that they're new to, I could imagine that would be very uncomfortable or they'd get anxious or they'd have a lot of anxiety. But you really stepped into that role as if you've already been working there before and no one really knows that you haven't been working there for so long when they when they speak to you at the counter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that conversation, yeah. that interaction that we had yeah. today with a member and you were sorting out something with a membership. And then I remember telling her that it was only your second or third shift and she was quite surprised to hear that as well yeah she thought i'd been working there for like a year or something yeah she's yeah. like oh you've always been here right <laughs> yeah but i think the the little tip for anyone out there listening if you approach something you're not quite comfortable with in terms of a new job opportunity just understand it comes down to being resourceful if you don't know how to do something that's completely fine you're learning to do something and worst case if you're in a situation you can own that yeah you don't have to know all the answers yeah it's okay not to know all the answers yeah. and you can be confident in that you don't know all the answers but confident in that you know you'll do it with your best approach yeah yeah and there's always an answer there's there's that much technology that you can come up with an answer and find the answer the biggest hurdle here is the concept of what we think other people are going to think of us again a perfect display of confidence is i don't know this information but i'll display to you the perfect way to find this information and still hold myself grounded in that moment yeah. and own it that's the best thing to do in a situation mm. where you don't know what to do is how can you not know what to do with utmost confidence yeah <laughs> if you don't know how to do something just do that confidently too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean that makes so much sense it and does. that that actually ties in with our whole topic today a lot of the times when you don't know how to do something or what to do that becomes uncomfortable you've now placed yourself in that position where you didn't know what to do you created comfort from it anyway and you just explained how it was something that you didn't know what to do and that became a comfortable experience for you it yeah. wasn't really uncomfortable was it no for sure mm. now what was one of the most uncomfortable things that you've ever done in your life oh wow i reckon it was public speaking i didn't think i was going to be uncomfortable with it it was doing a speech uh. when i was in the, the groomsman Yep. And I'd never spoken in front of a big group of people. And I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I can leave a bit of an impact. And it's not until you stand up in front of everybody and you realize, oh, wow, well, there's like there's like 150 sets of eyes just looking at me right now. Isn't it like when your, your voice goes through the speakers, the littlest breath or noise that you make just elaborates through the whole room? Yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit, I can hear myself now. <laughs> I think that's probably the worst. <laughs> the best way to put it is like your head starts to warp. And then you got like an echo in your ears and then you're just staring forward. Your blood's pumping through your temples and yeah. you're just like, oh, wow, this is overwhelming. <laughs> I did learn something very important out of this moment. Yep. I took a few deep breaths and I thought in this moment, who is this for? Mm. Who is this speech for? Is the 200 people, however many people in the room that are observing or is this speech a message from my heart to the groom that I was a part of the wedding party for? So in that moment, I decided these people aren't here. I looked straight at the groom and I delivered my message. Mm. And that, that was my way of choosing the information that was in front of me. Yeah, well, you can block everything else out. The reason why you're there is to send that message to the groom. Everyone else can kind of disappear and you can focus on the yeah. product. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You can literally hit delete on people. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. You know what? That actually reminds me. When I first started managing at Derrimut Port Adelaide, I would have to do a Zoom call every Friday. 
I remember I was feeling uncomfortable to get into that position where I had to FaceTime all of the managers of Melbourne and South Australia. We just had to get on a FaceTime and we all had to talk about topics and I had to essentially public speak in front of all the managers about how my week went or talk about certain topics and leadership and whatnot. It would get really uncomfortable for me to see everyone's faces on the Zoom and whenever I talk, everyone would be looking at me through the Zoom cameras and a way that I hacked it to start off with, I changed it from everyone's face being on display to only the person talking being on display so I could only only see their image when they were talking. I thought, oh, it's just like having a FaceTime with Bass. Like all I need to do is really just focus on what would I do if I was having a conversation with this one person and everyone else wasn't watching. So I guess that's very similar to your wedding experience. Yeah, shift your focus. Yeah. Shift your focus, change your perspective. You know, start from that. And then once you realize that it's not that deep, you can start to expand yeah. and get comfortable with seeing everyone else there. Nothing's <laughs> ever as bad as what you're usually perceiving it to be like it all yeah. starts with how you you internally represent something for yourself yeah and it usually starts by you know if you start perceiving people and nasty and they're ready to yell at you because that's what you've been used to you need to start adjusting your view on the world because you'll probably find that people are actually quite beautiful yeah a lot of people everywhere are quite ready to be kind and nice and form new relationships the biggest hack to go and start doing this start calling people by the name on the name badge at workplaces. I love doing that. Oh, it's Dude. such a game changer. You watch their eyes light up. You go, thank you, Emma. And they look at you, you go, ooh. They, <laughs> it's like, they, how do you know my name? They forget they have the name they, badge on. They, they have no idea that they have a name badge on half the time, but you just acknowledging them for who they are and their name, yeah. what they're labeled as is quite an amazing thing. And then just give them a compliment, you know, thank you, such and such, whatever the name is. This is the best coffee I've ever had. Yeah. Play with it, have some fun, like. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's such a good idea. I love that. It can be counterproductive because you do make some seriously like interesting friendships in places you enjoy going. And then that can turn into like, oh, oh wow, well, I just need to get in and out of this place now. And then the next thing you know, yeah. you're spending 15 minutes with Sue running around following you. <laughs> Goddamn Sue. Sue. Sue, you're lovely, but that's so funny. Was there a Sue? No, that was just metaphorically. Okay. Are you sure? Yes, subconscious is all good. So, what I think we want to aim to do in this podcast is talk a little bit about some experiences that we can pass on to you guys as the listeners, and some things that you guys can do to be able to take into your everyday life, or even use these tools today or tomorrow, and effectively put yourself in these positions to be uncomfortable. That will promote you to be more comfortable with your everyday tasks that you receive. Yeah. So, so if you if you're willing to apply yourself and really change a few things in your life and see what you can do with this by all means we're just going to run through a few ideas yeah and we'd love to hear any feedback when our instagram page is going to be up and running we'd love to see some tags and some no, that's posts. a really good idea yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know we'll even do it ourselves and we'll get out there and we'll put on a little bit of a show for things yeah. that are uncomfortable absolutely so Oh, yeah, if you start following our socials or our pages, you'll start seeing content of myself and Jay. So absolutely rinsing ourselves in the public's <laughs> eye. But you know what? That's what this is about. You can't lead by not being an example. Exactly, you know, we're, yeah. we're very strong believers in if we're willing to encourage others to do something, we can promise you that we've probably done it first. Yep. And we should do it for sure. Mm, yep. I think one thing that I really love doing is taking myself out and just spending that time with myself as if I would do it with the perfect date. And I love sushi. So I'll sit in a sushi train and I'll just pick my favorite sushi and I'll just be there all by myself. There's people here like, oh, this guy's just hanging by himself at sushi train. Like, where's his date? Yeah, this guy's a very, very handsome loner. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you compliment me too much. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. That, but, that's a great place to start. Yeah, absolutely. But what if you were to compound on that even more? Let, let's say for anybody listening out there who's willing to step up and try something really out there. What if you were to go and book in a romantic dinner mm. and book the nice table yep. and dress up? Get yourself in a suit. Dude, tuxedo, imagine. But go out and really look the part like you yeah. were about to go out and wow someone. Get the best table. Best table. Get ask the- for the nice bottle of wine yeah. and buy like the nicest steak and sit there. And just sit there with yourself. And date yourself for yeah. the night. And the interesting thing is owning that space and you're going to have waiters asking you, is it just you? You have bartenders offering if it's just you or if yeah. you're going to have people looking at you like you're having this wow dinner just by yourself, yep. like you've been stood up. But the best thing is they don't know you're doing it on purpose. So who, <laughs> who really holds the power there? <laughs> you chose to do it. You know, you chose the, to do it. a great thing about this is if you can really find that you can enjoy that moment with yourself, then anybody else that comes in your presence will learn to enjoy that moment with you as well. Yes. And if you can't enjoy that moment with yourself first, then you can't expect anybody else to be able to enjoy your company either. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. That it would teach you to be literally so present in those moments. Yeah. You have a newfound appreciation for maybe having that dinner too. Yeah. It may even teach you to be present as well. What I would recommend is also don't use your phone. Don't go on your social media. Don't message anyone. You know, put your phone on, do not disturb. Spend some time alone and really just be with your thoughts and whatever comes up, look out and you know maybe practice some gratitude yeah or maybe you can just set your phone up and film the whole dinner from the corner <laughs> and then look back at it after and time lapse it maybe acknowledge your interactions with the waiters and just see how you carry yourself be proud of who you are and how good you look <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn i look good sitting at that table but it's whatever you make it out to be these are just these are ideas to play with and it might sound a bit silly to us yeah. it's not it's definitely worth why not do it yeah you know we'll do some silly stuff on the weekends drinking and wasting time on other stuff why not do something that may potentially benefit your confidence and the sort of person you're aiming to become let's do something good i remember in the past how many times would you go out to town you know in the city and spend 200 300 400 dollars and then the morning after just realize how much better you could have spent all of that money oh it's gross (laughs) you know on one night out of town yeah it is disgusting (laughs) one night out in town and you could go to jb hi-fi and buy two microphones and start a podcast (laughs) that's a very very relevant comparison (laughs) what do you prefer (laughs) you know it's people complaining so much about that they can't do this or they don't have enough time or money but they're not putting their energy into the right resources Yeah. yeah yeah It is so strange, the not to go too far off topic, but the comparison of value and money, what you can buy something for and what you get out of it versus purchasing a meal. So you can go and have a meal that's cooked for you somewhere for $80, yet you can go to Audi and buy musical instruments from the center aisle <laughs> for the same price. It's, in, it's, it's absolutely, it's so weird how tangibly different what you can get out of money these days. Yeah, it's all energy as well. It's all a transfer. Well, there's another topic. How far can you make $30 go? Oh, I love this. Do you want to talk about this one, Jason? Yeah. This was a great idea. This is so awesome. All right. So at work, I've got my, my morning staff on and she's asking me if she should return a product. This product, essentially what happened was she purchased it at full price in store. Online, they've got a sale for 30% off. What she asked me was, should I return this in store and then purchase it online? And then I have $30 to be able to spend or is that not worth it? And I said... If you were to do that, then with that $30, 
don't save that $30. You have to spend that $30 and now think about how you can best spend this $30. Like what are you going to do with this to create the most of the experience that made that refund worth it? Because now it's about the thought of that energy transfer. It's no longer about the money. It's about what you're doing to get back and then what you can do with what you get back. So with that $30, I found that it was actually a really interesting concept and I wanted to do it with you, Bass. What I said is if we had $30 and we just put ourselves up to the test, we've got $30, how can we best spend this in one day to make the most of it with this $30 and what did we come up with oh we came up with some pretty cool ideas you would just start your day well the cool thing was we would start our day doing what we always do every Saturday <laughs> it's, oh yeah it's enjoying like doing something for yourself you're up on coffee ending up down the beach and having some time to yourself doing like some exercise or meditation a bit of yoga or spending some time with friends which just goes to show you one of the most fulfilling things that you can do these days does not cost you anything it's absolutely free. It's just what your creative mind can create. What's more valuable than money? Time. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it can buy you experiences with people and that's what's important. Yeah. That's the that's the unfair thing about money is it's a it affects the important things to us. Yeah. You know, it's a tool to, to us to capitalize on the important things. Yeah. It affects everything, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. But well, it's not the be all end all. Yeah. Well, let's break it down. If we had thirty dollars, let's spend it right now. How are we spending it? You can we can take in turns. Definitely being buying a coffee at some point of the day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we love our coffee. Hey? Yeah. And if you Coffee's, don't love coffee, buy tea. Yeah. Tea. Yeah. Get yourself something warm. Yeah. yeah. Start your morning down at the beach. Get yourself something warm. Have it in between your hands and just have a moment with yourself. Practice gratitude yeah. with that warm coffee or mug of tea or hot chocolate. Have your feet in the sand and mm. watch the sunrise if you get down there nice and early, or just watch the birds go by and the sun slowly start coming up higher if you're there a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. We're at twenty four dollars now. We've got a coffee we're at the beach we've got our feet in the sand and yeah. all right what are we doing next food mm. i reckon i'd be going to get a, a nice bag of fruit oh yeah we nice. go to like a fruit store and find a lot of variety of fruit just right. one piece of everything you've been loving your fruit lately. oh yeah i've been copping a lot of fruit lately. Right, fruit so is good. so cheap i actually went when i bought those uh plums today and i bought them into work for you i i think it was like 76 cents and i got four of them yeah see Fruits, <laughs> so much enjoyment out of fruit, and it is cheap. And oh my goodness, those nashies, bro! Mm, I reckon oh. I drank a liter of water eating a nashi. <laughs> That's so funny. It was dripping all over me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop that. These bloody nashies making me feel a certain way. <laughs> but it's important to eat in season. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So you're buying a whole bunch of fruit and then uh, what we're doing is we, we've had our coffee. We've had our wholesome yeah. moment on the beach. You'd buy a lot of fruit and I'd definitely be sharing the fruit with somebody because then you're, you're, oh, filling, cool. you're still filling up somebody's cup at the same yeah. time. You're getting that connection and it's something to do with we. Mm, that is, okay, yeah. So yeah. so even though you got $30, there's still an opportunity there to share something with somebody mm. because if you can't share out of $30, you're not going to share with a million. Hey. everyone's waiting to make that million to do something kind it's like just do something kind today yeah wow i really like that man simple as a plum that's really cool all right well compounding on that doing something kind let's say we're going for a walk and we're sharing this fruit with one of our best friends family members or yep. even a stranger may, may want a fruit you never know and then let's say we're walking along the foreshore let's say we're walking along the esplanade and there's a guy busking there and playing the guitar and you've got this 30 dollars it's now I'd say we're about $18 left. $18, yeah. Yeah, we just spent $8 on fruit. Done. Let's have a let's have a moment. And instead of just chucking $2 to this busker, let's actually, when he's finished in between his songs, let's have a conversation with him and just say, hey, 
What was your name? That like, was amazing. Thank you yeah, so much. Exactly. Enjoy it. And then have a little conversation with him, make more out of that interaction and then chuck him $2. Yeah. And tell them how his music made you feel. And then that's sit back what an artist wants to hear. They go, I want to, I want to make people feel something. Yeah. They don't want you to just hear the noises. They want you to feel something out of it. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. All right. So that means we're left with sixteen dollars. I'm going to give him four dollars. Oh, I was going to say two. <laughs> <laughs> that was two dollars, wasn't it? What about? Oh, eighteen, six. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. do we might as well give him three. Yeah. Right. Bring it fifteen. All right. We'll give him three. We'll bring it to fifteen. All right. What so, can we do with fifteen dollars? That's a casual so, visit. So, so far, we've had like. <laughs> We've had a bunch of, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we've, uh, what have we done? We've had a coffee, we've spent some time down the beach, gone for a swim, we've now bought some fruit, we're hanging out with a friend, sharing some fruit in a moment with them. We've seen a busker, we've donated a bit of money to a busker. What else can we do, Jason? Well, let's give some context here. So one thing that we focus on every Saturday with our morning ritual is something for me, something for you and something for we. So what we've done is we've done me, yep. where we've bought ourselves the coffee on the beach. We've done you, where we've got a piece of fruit and we've shared it with a close friend. And we've also donated to this busker as well. So when we put in context of how we can do something for we, mm -hmm. what's something that comes up in your mind that we could do that is for a community now with this remainder of $15? The really interesting thing about community is without money involved, you can do something that's usually for free. It yeah. just comes down to giving time. You can get so much impact out of giving to a community just by giving your time. You could honestly go and do something for the community, say volunteer work. Mm. If you wanted to fill your day with giving, you don't always have to give something. You can give your time because that's very valuable too. You know, money can come and go. It's very tangible, but everyone's time is very restrained. It is rare. If anything, time's got more value than money when you think about it. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Time is the most valuable asset Yeah, for sure. You don't get that time back. Yeah, you can always make money. You can always lose money. Yeah. Can't make more time. I'm pissed off I spent so much time wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? That's really annoying. Damn it. Can't get that back. <laughs> I hope that stings you as much as it stings me. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so with the remaining of $15, what I'm thinking is head into a big W or Kmart or a store, even a sports store, and go buy a Frisbee or go buy a ball. You can even get strangers of the community. How many times have you gone down the beach and someone has wanted to kick the ball or you've wanted to kick a ball that someone's playing with? Maybe even buy a volleyball with that $15 and then go down. I know here in Adelaide at Henley Beach, there's volleyball nets up on the sand on the beach and just start playing volleyball with a whole bunch of strangers. Create that networking in the community to come around and then you all have that great time playing volleyball playing <clears throat> volleyball you make new friends new network and you've had the most amazing time from it and all of that with just 30 dollars. yeah and there's a that's another opportunity to become uncomfortable yeah stepping into a social place with members of the public that you never used to probably try and communicate with or be a part of for sure i think that actually that gives me an idea so with that and something that i did actually yesterday was i let myself be vulnerable on social media by posting a video on my story and it was talking about our Saturday rituals and mm -hmm. everything that we do and get up to and inviting the community to want to come along. Anyone that was interested in it or open-minded enough would be able to come and join us. So that's another prompt for the listeners out there. Something you can do is just let yourself be vulnerable on social media. Post a video on your story. Ask your community a provoking question. Share yeah. a positive message for their day ahead as well. Bass, yeah. would you like to take the lead? <laughs> <laughs> we practice being uncomfortable i feel like you should grab your phone you're gonna make me uh do one right now <laughs> do one right now i didn't even brush my hair <laughs> you look this. beautiful uh, you, you're stitching me up right now uh so i'm about to film a video straight onto uh <laughs> straight onto your instagram story hey straight onto instagram yeah nice i look like i just well, i did just wake up <laughs> good job
Uh, so what you need to do is put up a video on your story and just prompt the community with a provoking question. So ask them. All right, it's going to go something like this. It's going to say, oh, what's a question? It's got to flow. I don't want to, it's going to yeah. come across so random. What was Bass doing today on his socials? I guess what you could say is just ask how the how your social media likes to spend their Sunday. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, just ask them. Just wondering, how do you guys like to spend your Sunday? And I also wish that you guys all have an amazing day and uh, you can prompt them with a positive message. Okay. Let's go and back. I'm just going to ask them. I'm not allowed to say. You're not allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this. All right, go for it. All right. First go. First go. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be a this is going to be a live recording on the podcast too. Have fun getting uncomfortable. So do I have to hold the microphone into the? Uh, no, nah, you don't have to. No, nah, let's get to hear it in the background. Yeah, go for it. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> hey everyone, hope you're having a fantastic Sunday so far. I've just got an interesting question. I just like to ask everyone, and I'm going to put a box right here. What do you like to do on your Sundays? What do you spend your time doing? Uh, do you take it for a you know, a day for growth or an opportunity for yourself to spend just relaxing or are you recovering from the weekend that you've just had? Are the, the things that you've done that have really taken a toll on your body or is it a day that you use for yourself? Do you work on some personal growth or do you spend the day reading? Do you go shopping? It can be anything. There's no wrong answer. I'm just curious to hear. Drop it in the box below. I'd love to hear about it. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Woo! That was perfect. Is that good? Man, you killed that. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Good job. Uh, that was excellent. So that's exactly what we mean by letting yourself be vulnerable on social media and posting a video on your story. So that's something that you guys can do as well. I know that I've seen parts of my community on social media talk in front of the camera and post it before. And it's an amazing thing. And once you do that, you're really getting out of your comfort zone. And you're also building that confidence with yourself and who you are. And it's character building as well. So yeah. it's awesome. And it's awesome to get out there. And once you do, you feel really good about it. And most of the time, you'll get really good feedback from people saying, you know, how they love hearing your voice. So they love seeing you talk on social media and they love seeing the confidence. You know, everyone's, you really realize that everyone just wants to support everyone. Yeah. The great thing is when you can start leading by example. I received a beautiful message from a family member that lives in the UK a little while ago. Uh, actually, it was about a week and a half ago. And she's been going through a pretty, pretty hard time. The really affirming message behind it was her watching me step into the person I'm becoming more more of myself as the confidence that's growing, the changes I'm making, all the gym work, all the efforts that she's seeing and I'm actually sharing is creating like a second life for her to have faith in the moves that she's making. Mm. So she, she's a little bit older than me, yep. but her life has just changed quite a bit. I think she was struggling to find a bit of strength and purpose to bother. Like, what, what's the point now? But she shared this really nice message with me saying, you know, it's really nice to see how far you've grown and how far you've come and that your disciplines and you, you're taking that process and you're still striving to be your best. Yeah. And it's encouraged her that it's all worth it. What that has just sparked an idea in me is a lot of people will see their true potential and they will get intimidated by that. Mm. And they think, oh, you know, it's just an idea or it's too far or it's... It's something that I would like, but I never feel like I'm deserving of actually becoming that or being that person. And I think it should be the new standard to put yourself in a position of that growth and have the people around you that are also submerging themselves in that growth where they're achieving things every day and they're becoming new versions of themselves every day because the version they are today isn't the version they're going to be in two years. They have to become multiple versions before they can be that. Mm -hmm. 
And it's understanding that through that process, you're going to chop and change, but that's all the process in order to become the best version of yourself. Yourself, yes. You need to trust the time behind it. You yeah. can't rush these things. That's And that's the best understanding is, you know, once you believe where you're going and the bigger picture, you got to really embrace the time between now and then and understand that it's all for a bigger purpose. Absolutely. Like, I know I'm super guilty of it too. I remember when I was 16, 17, and I wanted to be a famous YouTuber, I would always have this vision in my head, it's going to be one day, it's not yet. And I would always think of who I wanted to be, but I would never become that because I'd never want to embody myself in that. Now my vision and direction is different. And with what I want to do in the community, I want to create with that new vision that I have is I'm not sitting on it, I'm letting it happen. And I'm becoming that right now Mm. it's about giving it a shot and even if you're not your best at it and there's other people doing it better than you you won't be your best at it but if you do your best at it you'll become the best at it an imposter syndrome is an absolute load of bullshit (laughs) just gotta add that (laughs) mind the language but it's a load of bullshit because if you're willing to show up and create something and get results for someone genuinely you're ready to pursue it yeah. You know, it's just the idea that imposter, what's the definition? I think it's something along the lines of pretending to be of another person mm. or something that you're not. Yeah. Who's anyone to say that? It's your story, man. Is somebody else meant to be doing what I'm doing right now? I don't think so. This is my space right now. Yeah. You know, if anyone's out there, please tell me. Well, I think it's actually I'm, important. Yeah. Uh, on this topic as well it's important to have the right community and environment around you with the people that you spend your time with as well this is the most important thing to me is that the people that I spend time with I'm making sure that they're at the utmost quality of what I'm doing and they're doing it as well so the people that you spend your time with can make things uncomfortable in a way that's not positive. You know, it's never about putting someone down for doing something that makes them feel uncomfortable. You should have people around you that when you're doing things that are uncomfortable, they're supporting you and saying, hey, that was really good of you to do that. And what growth did you get from that? Whereas if you have people that tease you or they'll bully you or they'll make fun of you for doing something that's uncomfortable, is they're not the people that you need to be around because that's not going to grow you more as a person. It's going to push you into the direction of having those insecurities and not leveling up or not being your best self because of the wrong people around you that are making fun of you when you're when you're doing the right thing and becoming uncomfortable to grow yourself as a person yeah. and that's when you have to reevaluate who you're spending your time with and who you're letting have an impact on your life yeah isn't, isn't it interesting that a lot of that stemmed back to people that are trying to maintain image yeah like if you're trying to maintain image all the time that's a big glitch say if you're doing an action that they find uncomfortable it can be triggering for some people because they think, well, if I do that, that goes against the image of someone that I'm trying to be rather than just being myself at my best capacity with confidence. Yeah, Your best isn't just about how good you can look. Yep. That's not your being your best. How good can you perceive yourself to be? That's not your best. It's well, how, how good can you make other people feel mm. and how fulfilling can your life be and how nice can you treat other people? What impact can you create yeah. for the others? Yeah, absolutely, bro. When, when you realise that as well, there will definitely come a time in everybody's life when they'll realise that moment because life isn't always about looks and looks will definitely eventually fade and go. And when they do, what you're left with is your soul and how you literally made other people feel. It takes can take someone a long time to realise that because it's not until they get into their older age that they realise that damn i really wish when i was younger i was really treating these people right Mm. because the people around me right now aren't the people that i want to surround myself with but i don't have those connections because when i was younger i was so fixated on looks i wasn't really focusing on my values i was focusing Mm. on what i looked like and i was judging other people for what they looked like instead of creating deep authentic connections yeah and the people around you what happens in the future when things happen that you can't control 
they're not going to love you no matter what. Then what are you going to start doing? You start losing your hair. You start wearing a wig around your friends. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Like, And I mean, it's all well and good to focus on self-care and your skincare and how you look and work in the gym and whatnot mm. as well. Like that is important, but it is also important to not have that be you yeah. because that isn't you. That's a, that's a part of you and how you want to take care of yourself. Initially, it's looks is what attract us to someone initially. We see someone for how they look and it's attractive because they take care of themselves. It's it's something that will first open up our eyes to a conversation with someone. It shouldn't be the main perceiving factor. Yeah. Looks are important initially. Yeah. That's a great sentence. Yeah. I think looks are important initially, but I've met a lot of people that are very attractive. But nah. <laughs> oh, man. I remember um, when I used to work in a clothing store. Yeah, that's a whole uh, other topic. Look, just be like, I, was, I was working in a clothing store and there was so many attractive females that would come through. But then as soon as they started talking. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, that, don't do it. <laughs> it was a turn off. The thing is, there would be uh, these females that would come in and, you know, they weren't at most attractive to myself. I wasn't so attracted to them but when they came through and they were just the nicest people and they had the nicest personalities I was just you could just feel their soul and you could see them for their soul and how their soul looked rather than what their physical looked like and that's that's the best part and just letting you know ladies yes it's a real thing yes men can see this <laughs> we so. we don't just want one thing we want two things <laughs> <laughs> we want a lot of things but <laughs> Something else that can be very uncomfortable for a lot of people, as I used to be very uncomfortable in a public space doing this, something that we can encourage people to try is maybe go and join a guided meditation, go be a part of a group. Okay, so we did talk about this in a previous podcast as well, but that was something that would have normally promoted a lot of uncomfortableness for us. Yep. Although because we practice these uncomforts so often, it was something that came a little bit natural and we were able to just let ourselves flow authentically in that situation. For someone that doesn't really practice these uncomforts in their everyday life, I think definitely enroll yourself in a guided meditation or a space that there's a community that do it. And search them on Instagram, like there'll be so many yeah. out there wherever you are. Find it, enroll yourself in it and let yourself be vulnerable in that situation. Embody yourself and you never know who you might meet or what kind of revelations and realizations you'll get from it and if it makes you really uncomfortable go to one that's really far away from you so you don't have the odds of running into somebody you know so then you are in a community of new faces of people that just accept you for who you are and you don't have that thought of somebody being familiar with you yeah that's a great way to start there's so many around the place that you can go to take yourself as far as you need yeah isn't it crazy there's that quote where the strangers that you meet will be the ones that will support you the most yeah it's so true. And sometimes your friends are the ones that will doubt you the most. Why is that? It's a very interesting question. Maybe because you value more so what your friends think of you. Mm. Maybe it's also a part of you rep- having a representation expectation of who they should be for you because they're your friend. Mm. There was also an interesting concept that came about with this as well. And it's because say you have friends around you, they see you succeeding. A reason behind why they might be unsupportive of your success is because yourself and your friend both came from the same place. And when you come from the same place and they see you succeeding and they're still in the same place, they see that as jealousy and they see that as why shouldn't they be there? And so they will doubt you or they'll try and bring you down or they'll judge you or put hate on you because they see you growing and they're not growing. So instead of doing something about it, their ego makes them feel uncomfortable. And so their ego tells them that they need to judge this person to make themselves feel better. And that's essentially where it stems from. That's very true. It's the idea of making your building bigger 
to make it stand out rather than bringing everybody else's building down to make your mediocre building look big. Does that make yeah. sense? People are very good at doing this, yep. especially when you're not in the room. Rather than growing for themselves and making themselves their best version and being proud of the efforts and work that they're creating, it's just simply easier to pull everybody else's efforts down in their mind because it's easier to create a story that you're doing enough than to actually do the work. Mm. And wouldn't you rather live in a world where it's an amazing city where there's all these buildings that are all growing and all reaching the highest limits? Yeah, that's right. You bring all the buildings up, you invest in each other. It's so interesting yeah. how metaphors in the real world, financials, transactions, investments, yeah. all these words that we use every day for numbers yeah. and the world, all the rules behind these do tie in quite a lot with how we should behave each other as human beings like we should invest in relationships we should have emotional transactions with each other and we can have accounts with each other emotional accounts you can start using these words of understanding to start mapping your emotional states with people yeah it's very simple there's you can use this stuff it's a tool very simple to understand yeah well I love that perspective. Mm. Yeah, what's another What's another idea, man? One thing that I'm actually starting to do more recently is I wake up at six o'clock every morning. And one thing that I want to start doing is just wake up at 5 a.m. instead. So wake up an hour earlier than normal. For all the listeners out there, I think that this is so important to start your day on your terms. If you have to go to work at 6 a.m. and you're waking up at 5.30 and you're quickly chucking your clothes on, brushing your teeth or not, and then... Mm quickly rushing yourself on the way to work to then be late. I feel like if you were to just start your day an hour earlier, start your day on your terms, wake up, do a workout, do a meditation, start stretching or do some yoga, make yourself a healthy breakfast or go for a cold swim, do some journaling, some goal setting, read or walk, do some cleaning or even do some creative artwork. If you were to do any of these things before starting your day, you would see how much more of a positive impact it would create on the rest of your day because you started your day on your terms and now you feel like you have that freedom within your workspace as well. Mm. It will create more of a a purpose in what you're doing for work and and a purpose in what you're doing for life instead of just waking up and feeling like you have to go to work straight away. Imagine the night before when you're going to sleep. If you're one of these people and you're going to go to sleep to only wake up and rush for work, you're not going to have the most restful sleep and you're thinking about work before you even fall asleep or you're staying up later because you don't want to fall asleep knowing that you're going to start your day with work. So I think one thing that is so important is starting your day on your terms, going to bed earlier to then wake up excited to start your day with what you want to do before you have to go into work. That's so true, man. You treat every discipline the same. It's all about personal growth. The stronger you can become as a person and start working on that, the better it's going to be for you to handle all the situations around you. Yeah. It's as well, metaphorically, it's the same as like the gym. Yep. You got to become bigger and stronger to handle certain situations, certain exercises. The same thing goes with your disciplines in life. The more growth you give yourself, the more experiences you have being uncomfortable, mm. the more equipped you are to handle the situations that are presented to you, to handle them accordingly. And it's definitely worth it. Absolutely. And then you'll get challenged as well. And yeah. there's this quote that I love, and it's the universe will challenge you the most when it's time to level, level up. Level up, yeah. <laughs> wow. Such a great quote. It's uh, when you, whenever I love that as well. I love that so much. Whenever you're in a situation where you feel like you're being so challenged or you're feeling emotionally drained or physically drained and you just don't know how to handle it and it's just all coming in at once. I think it's so important to realize you're getting challenged right now because it's your time to level up and you're going to find a way to overcome this. And then when you do, you're at a high level. You've, yeah. you've become more powerful. You're beyond human. Beyond human. Work harder on yourself than you work on your job. That is so relevant to me. Mm. That is one quote that's really stuck with me. And it's probably not until this year that it's really like been impactful. 
Yeah, and I've wow. noticed that all these genuine movements that I'm making outside of like my plumbing company. Yeah, it's quite amazing. I've stepped away from that a little bit and started really working and focusing on myself. Yeah, and without the focus of just working harder, now I'm working on me. I went from a 12 year old boy trying to ride a Harley Davidson to now I'm like a, a big guy riding the Harley Davidson. You know what I mean? Like yeah. two different people are now steering the bike. You know, I wasn't really, I was equipped, but I was sort of just holding on for the ride. My yep. business was sort of like, whoa. Yep. And now I just feel like, yeah, I got this. Very more insightful and in control of it. Mm. So yeah, to combat on that quote, I actually, on my vision board, I made this vision board when I was 14. And mm. on my vision board, I, I've always wanted to open up my own gym and I named the gym imagination so it's like imagination but with jim in there Imagine. and then underneath that i had a quote of what imagination meant in that my whole saying was work for your imagination mm. the way i look at it is that you have to imagine that what you're doing for your passion is already your work because then one day that will become your work the things that you do that you don't get paid for do it enough and you'll start to get paid for it. And so when you when you really put that time aside, it's like going to your full-time job, you start at 10 a.m., you will dedicate yourself to be there at 10 a.m. and you'll stay there for the whole day until 6 p.m. or 9 to 5. You'll stay there for the whole day until it's time to go home. But why won't you dedicate your own personal passions mm. with time like that? Absolutely. You'll do it for somebody else, but yeah, why not but do, it do it for yourself? yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Start working on somebody else's dreams. Start working on your Start own. Start working on your own. Absolutely. You can still be a part of their team and their vision. It's still important. you got to work on your own yeah. dreams too. I think that's why growth as the value is so important to me because I've realized this super early on in, at a young age is that if I never focused on growth and if I only worked, if I worked a full-time job, I think full-time jobs are super important to have. Even though it is contradicting to living your purpose and your dream, it's almost have it with this insight. Having a full-time job means that you're working for somebody else's dream, which also means that if you have that positive insight and that perspective of you don't want to work for somebody else for the rest of your life, then use your weekends, use the time after work, use the time before work if you wake up earlier to then create the life of your dreams so you don't have to work that job forever. That's what we're doing right now. I mean, it's Sunday. I've got work tomorrow and <laughs> we're focusing on doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, we're doing our coaching. I use the weekends today and now only mm -hmm. to work on my side hustles and what I want to create as a job in the future. Yeah. Yeah. You don't find us zapping any time on nothing these days. We take it very seriously. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And so that's where it comes with the wake up one hour earlier than normal. I'm going to start waking up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to do my online coaching early in the morning along with my gym session before I have to start work. That's um, what a start to the day yeah that's yeah. the schedule so i'm starting my day on my terms then i can come into work i can feel refreshed and then after work i can wind down spend some time with mates or family and then have a good night's rest and wake up and start my day on my terms again so we had a conversation about this a little bit earlier and i found that i wasn't getting enough work done because after work i've dedicated my coaching time for after work but there's so many distractions going on everyone's finishing work everyone's clocking off and social media and messages they're all spiring through and you get there's so many distractions and on top of that you've just finished a long day of work so now is not the time that you really want to be focusing on doing extra work for yourself at this time so yep. the way we've structured it is to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier because when you wake up at 5 a.m everyone else is sleeping so there's no distractions and the people that are waking up are most likely waking up to work on themselves or do things for themselves that they're not going to distract you because they're working on themselves anyway yeah so waking up earlier gives you that two hours that extra time of focusing on what you need to do that you won't be able to focus on after work so you can feel accomplished and achieved for your day ahead and then after work you can spend that time to then compound on the energy flow that's happening and that's mm -hmm. just 
focus on family and friends and connections. Yeah. We recommend everyone give it a try. Yeah. It works for me too. I get so much done. And if you say you just don't have the time, it's like don't cop yourself out. Yeah. Don't sell that story to yourself. Don't say you're not a morning person. Yeah. <laughs> become just, a morning person. Yeah, become a morning. Just practice it. Yeah. Everything's practice. You're just you're selling yourself on what you're used to and you're most comfortable doing half the time. <laughs> so good. I mean, you've been going to the gym at like 5 a.m. now, haven't you? Yeah, sometimes I'll be getting up at 4 a.m. Yeah, go to wow. the gym, train. Yeah, we've got some pretty big days. <laughs> so good. I'll see you there, man. Yeah, man. It's good. Definitely worth it. Definitely recommend. Another idea that people could try is, now this is like a bit of a serious challenge. Now you don't have to completely, but genuinely unplugging from social media for a whole day yeah i won't touch anything to at least nine o'clock most mornings yeah that's good that's a good aim to keep off of it for the whole day is a great idea what you could do is just make a rule you could say you know like tuesday's podcast only day yeah and then wednesday you make a rule you can't use social till after 12 you can just start making different habits and any effort's better than no effort yeah exactly know? i think there's even a tool on the iphones these days so i need my messenger for my management stuff at work and i need my trainer eyes for my coaching with those two you can and turn off all notifications except for two you can still get those notifications if they're so important to you but then unplug from everything else there's yeah there's really no excuse not even try to do it there's yeah. that much there's so many tools on that as well as like what you can do is just de- just delete the apps that you use the most like if you're using tiktok and instagram and snapchat just delete them for a day and the apps that are so important to you like your messages and whatnot if you need to still stay plugged in for those just delete all the apps that are distracting you and just try to do it for a whole day see how much more you get done yeah. out of your day like how much growth you can focus on and you get bored as well and let that boredom seep through like i think it's so important to be bored when i was living in the york peninsula i was living in a small country town of 600 people and you know what the outcome was i purchased a pair of dumbbells and i got jacked (laughs) yeah when you don't know what to do just get jacked and stay (laughs) here no Um, but essentially yeah i just purchased a pair of dumbbells and that was it uh and i I was really bored i purchased a pair of dumbbells i started reading books and i started listening to podcasts and watching youtube videos on personal development that's right what else yeah Perfect. I remember we used to delete Instagram. This was before I started using Instagram as a business tool. I used to use it for personal. To just consume <laughs> Instagram. Where I was like, oh, yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. Let's look, let's look, let's look. Yeah. Let's see what everyone's doing. That meal looks good. Yeah. Wish I was eating that. Don't really care. I was like, what am I doing? Delete. And then I used to consciously install Instagram mm. to look at my friends' stuff so I could support them. So then it used to be intentional with why I would open the Instagram app leave a comment on a few of my friends' staff, support them, try and get their stuff moving. Even then it's like purely just to support somebody else. Now that I'm in this amazing spot that it's, I will still support others, but it's very important to me that I use this platform as a tool to now create and start expressing myself accordingly. And that's been such a game changer. So now I really have trouble scrolling anything now. I find it so time wasting because I'm not learning. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, that's exactly the insight you get. I think beforehand you were supporting so many people and you were consuming so much. You were just a consumer and now you're creating. Yes, to while, get the bigger message. To get the bigger message. And while you're quote unquote consuming now, it's you're actually supporting and they're supporting yourself as well. And you can actually grow from that and gain insights from it as well. Yeah. When you shift your perspective to why am I commenting on this photo or what is this photo doing for me? So on my Instagram, I don't follow a whole bunch of accounts. And the reason being is because every time I scroll... 
if I don't double tap something, then I'll click on that account and I'll look if it's really worth my environment because we have to realize as well as that social media is our environment. What we see on social media is like the five people that we hang around, we become. So with social media, it's so important to know that whatever you're consuming on there is how your internal dialogue is going to react to it. It's going to start planting weeds in your mind. <laughs> weeds, not seeds. Weeds, not seeds. Yeah, but we want the seeds. We want the good stuff. We yeah. want the fruits of life. What kind of seeds are we planting? Oh, some pretty creative seeds. Mm, I like the bonsai tree. Bonsai. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bit small though. Yeah, a bit small. We're thinking like oak tree seeds. We want yeah. something that's just going to absolutely revolutionize your life. Well, can we plant like, you know, Avatar, the movie? Yeah. Can we plant the mother, mother yeah. tree? <laughs> I forget what it's called. E- e- Iwa. Or Iwa. Iwa. Those movies are so good. <laughs> All right, we've got to wrap this up soon. So Jason, if we were to leave one task that somebody could go and do, what's something that they could do right now in the next five minutes? And I challenge you to go and do this, anyone listening out there, that they could go and make themselves feel a bit uncomfortable and vulnerable and yeah. own it. What would that be? Something small. Well, I think in life it's uh, it's interesting to look back at all the relationships that we have encountered and created and now we've moved on and had new relationships in our lives. We're all forever changing and growing and becoming new versions of ourselves, which will eventually need new people and communities and environments around us. So yep. I think it's important to acknowledge the fact of the past relationships that we have had. One thing that people could do within the next 10 minutes is reach out to those past relationships that you don't necessarily keep in contact with anymore. Create an authentic message or even send them a video and just elaborate on all the good times, all the growth and appreciation. Own how it made you feel. So looking back at that relationship and just realizing that it played an important factor in your life and where you are today. And to be able to really appreciate all of the memories and experiences that you had with that person, because what's more valuable than money is time. More than that is the memories and experiences, because we've talked about this before, but when we do pass, we're left with our memories and experiences. So there's nothing more special than that. I think that's so important. And I guess this presents an opportunity of growth towards vulnerability. It's reflection as well, being able to reflect on that relationship and definitely see how far you've come and definitely appreciate each other and wish each other well. And then, you know, you might even create more networking or a more of a connection, or you might even catch up and go for a coffee. You might realize that that person's still somewhat a lot like you, and then you guys can connect again. And there's a new friendship, a new person from yourself that can now be a part of all of the growth that you're about what's your take on that that's a a great idea man and you can literally do that anytime yeah anyone can do that at any time something that we can definitely leave for the listeners definitely challenge you to send out a message to to someone after listening to this episode and just let them know how much you appreciate them someone that you don't really talk to too much anymore yeah just let them know how they made you feel yeah once upon a time if they made you feel really good let them know because we all love to be told that we made somebody feel really good yeah and that'll make you feel really good knowing that you made them feel really good (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's what it's it's about feeling good everyone so (laughs) i think that actually opens up to as well is resentment resentment could play a factor on this and you'd probably understand why do you want to talk about it a little bit why resentment in this message could assist you and will help you get over resentment uh if i got have an experience or something that i'm meant to be talking about no nah, it's just a random question bro. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you're referring to a certain moment lately <laughs> resentment yeah oh wow yeah well with talking with someone from a past relationship relationship slash friendship so you could have resentment towards this person 
and oh, okay. Yeah, could, so yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So you could basically put the resentment to bed, change the way you think about it, and understand that sometimes people come into your life to provide a season for you to learn a lesson. Mm, oh, right? I love that. Pe- yep. People are seasonal sometimes. Sometimes yep. they're only you're only meant to meet them for ten minutes, one hour, yeah, one night a week, a month, maybe a year. Yep. Doesn't mean that they're meant to be there for the rest of your life. Yep. They were there for a, a period of time to teach you certain lessons, to guide you through a certain moment of your life maybe. Yeah. Everyone's worth appreciating one way or another. Yeah. Within reason, of course. It's a reason, a season or a lifetime. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And just own it. We all may have someone in our life that we've spent a lot of time with that has been a friend and always been there. But have you actually told them that you love them? Mm, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I had a cool moment recently where I was like, oh, actually, I've been focusing on letting the people around me know that I really do love them and I appreciate them. And it's really nice when you hear it back. Yeah. Because it's like there shouldn't be any blockages with anyone and you should you should let the people know who are so involved in your life that you do love them. Mm. Very important. If you want to feel love, the quickest way to feel love is to give love because you'll still feel it. Yeah. I'm going to wrap it up at that. Sounds amazing. I hope that everyone has had an amazing week and we look forward to you tuning in to our future podcast. Our next episode. Tune in next week. Thank you, guys. Have a great week ahead.